Republican Congressman Jim Jordan now says he wants to hold a third speaker vote after lawmakers scrapped a plan to temporarily empower the interim speaker. Seeing as Melanie Zanona is joining us live from Capitol Hill right now, Melanie Jordan just met with many of the GOP holdouts. How did that go? Yeah, well, Wolf, so far, Jim Jordan is failing to change any mind. You saw a lawmaker just leaving his office. I'm standing outside of it right now. But he did huddle with some of his holdouts for over an hour just a little bit ago. Former Speaker Kevin McCarthy was also in the room. Interim Speaker Patrick McHenry was also there. But afterwards, Wolf, every single holdout that we talked to said their minds are not changed and they are standing firm in their opposition to Jim Jordan. In fact, during that meeting, we're told that they encouraged Jim Jordan to drop out of the race and that they delivered a pretty blunt message to him, which is that you're not going to be Speaker and this is the right thing for you to do, which is to drop out of the race. And then something else that coming up during the meeting, Wolf, are these threats that some of these holdouts are now facing because of their vote against Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, of course, has denounced those threats, and during the meeting, he denied that he has any involvement in what has been an outside conservative pressure campaign at targeting some of these holdouts. So we'll see whether Jim Jordan is planning to carry ahead with this vote. Afterwards, Patrick McHenry, the acting speaker, said there are no decisions yet in, ter in terms of a floor vote and timing on that. Jim Jordan just said it was a good discussion, but we're told that if he goes ahead with another vote, he might bleed even more support. So at this point, Wolf, it is very clear that there is no solution in sight to end the chaos that has reigned in the House Republican Party for weeks now, Wolf. Good point. Uh, Melanie Zanona, thank you very much. Let's discuss uh, joining us now CNN special correspondent Jamie Gangel and our senior political analyst Gloria Borger. Gloria, uh, th this plan that they had to empower the temporary speaker has gone away apparently. Whoops. Is there, yeah. any, is there any positive <laughs> end in sight here? Well, uh, not to, not at this point. I mean, at, at, you know, one moment today, Jordan was was all on board with that. We're going to have this speaker pro tem, although he said he wasn't going to get out of the race. It would give him more time to consolidate his support. And then next thing we know, no, he's decided he's going to run and and uh, not do the speaker pro tem thing. So we really we really don't know uh, what's going to occur. We know, as Melanie was just saying that the holdouts against him are sticking. They're standing firm. And unlike McCarthy, who just had to worry about this group of rabble-rousers, you know, um, uh, Jordan has to worry about a lot of different kinds of people. He's got to worry about the centrists. He's got to worry about the people who thought he didn't treat Scalise the right way. He's got to worry about the McCarthy supporters. He's got to worry about the people who are getting death threats. And so he's, you know, he's playing whack-a-mole here. And so he's in a, a, a much worse position, I think, than McCarthy really ever was. How is all of this playing, Jamie, out there among Republicans? Oh, this is outrageous. And when, you know, you start with dysfunction and now you have death threats, this is the reason that the numbers I'm told and what Gloria said, not only will he lose again if he calls a vote, but his numbers are going to go in the wrong direction. So the Republicans have got to figure out now how to get themselves out of this and tonight how to convince Jim Jordan not to call another vote, although the last source I spoke to said it could happen tonight. Interesting. You know, Gloria, there are some very important real-world consequences yeah. 
to what the what this chaos is causing right now. For example, President Biden in his Oval Office address will ask for an unprecedented package for Israel, but the House of Representatives can't do anything without a speaker. Well, of course. And how does this look to the world? I mean, you know, it, it looks it looks ridiculous domestically, but also to the rest of the world when the president says this is what we need. This is urgent. And the House is so dysfunctional right now that the Republicans can't even come up with a, a person who can become Speaker of the House and lead their party. I mean, it's a symptom of a larger problem, obviously, in the Republican Party. And we can spend hours talking about that. But at this point, Republicans have to figure out if they are willing to work with Democrats in order to do that. And because in order to get somebody to lead, even if, if a speaker pro tem, they're going to have to work with Democrats. But they can't even work with each other. That's right. right now, <laughs> let alone work with Democrats. And look, I, I've spoken to Demo sources on both sides of the aisle. The Democrats' attitude is, why should we get in the way of this? I mean, why are they going to help the Republicans? Unless out they of could it? get something out of it. Right. And, Correct. And, and the point is. Um, you know, I spoke to one Democrat who said to me, look, we have, you know, we're, this doesn't come for free. And there are things that we want, they would want to guarantee, for example, on Ukraine, on votes on Ukraine and on Israel and on spending. And, and so, you know, would Republicans be willing to do that? Would the Republican conference say we'd have to have more than half of the Republicans in that conference agree to it? Or would we be willing to go with a minority of Republicans to, to agree to some kind of a coalition? I mean, it's, it's, um, it's all over the place right well, meanwhile, now. Meanwhile, it's very, very chaotic among the Republicans yeah. in the House of Representatives. Guys, thank you very, very much.